Hi friends, my name is Morgan and this is We Round Up to 30. Hi friends and welcome back to We Round Up to 30. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the awkwardness that is growing up. Um, more uh, succinctly, kind of like going through the different phases of your life from when you're younger and then when you first, quote unquote, think you have it figured out. And then you realize, I don't really have it figured out. And then you think you have it figured out and then you don't really have it figured out when you look back. This year, uh, in May, will be 10 years since I graduated from high school. And looking back at my life at that point in time, I am not the same person that I what it was. Um, I feel like a lot of us probably feel the same way. We grow, we gain new life experiences, things like that. But when thinking back at that, I often wonder, you know, they they like to say on social media and whatnot, your younger you would be so proud of you. And I don't know if 18-year-old me would be, quote-unquote, proud of the person I am. Yes, I, I am proud of me. I think I am a good person. I try to be nice to people. I try to help people. But is my life what I thought it would have been 10 years ago? No. Um, so that makes me wonder, like, going from one period of our life to another, that is a series of changes, which kind of prompted the title of this episode. When I thought about this episode, the first thing that popped into my head was... That song that I'm sure we've all heard, the ch 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 changes. Um, that's that's what I thought of. So hence the name. But we do we go through very many phases and changes throughout our life. Not only physical growth, but mental and emotional growth, and that can make those different phases look very differently. I definitely think. We experience things for a reason. Um, those reasons are not always easy to identify or happy ones <laughs> at times, but they all play a role in crafting us into the person that we become. So I think it's important that we experience them, but when we look back at them, it can be a little jarring. It can make it difficult to sometimes recognize that past self and reconcile where you were and try and figure out, well, how did I get here? Um, and that's been something interesting that I've thought about when, as you naturally do, when you look forward, you tend to look backwards and thinking about how much I have changed and experienced in this last decade, which feels weird to say. Um, it's very interesting. I grew up in a small town 
that was fairly conservative and one could say a Bible Belt town. And I fit fairly well into there. Um, from a young age, I was called a tree hugger somewhat affectionately um, by my family, but I was always a little bit more left than everyone else. But for the most part, when I compare then to now, I was definitely more, if not conservative, moderate um, when looking at my views and things that I thought of in high school. And sometimes I look back and I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't think I would be friends today with 18 year old me. And I think that's okay. We grow and we experience new things through going to college and meeting new people and experiencing different life things. I grew and my thought process grew and expanded and I became a little bit more left and a little bit more left. And so now, sometimes, I'm sure there are certain family members that would call me the liberal black sheep of the family, not because I am quote-unquote bad, but compared to their standards, I am so far removed from what the rest of the family is. And that's okay. We're all entitled to our own opinions and our own thoughts, but it's interesting to compare I talk about this with my husband sometimes. We talk about the alternate universes that <laughs> we could have been in. And would we still be together in those? And I like to think in most of them we probably would be. Um, but there's a few versions of myself <laughs> that I don't think he would have chosen. And I don't think that version maybe would have chose him. We were different people. And so it's very interesting to think about those different alternate universes. If that phase of your life was a snapshot and you did not grow and you did not progress, what would your life be like? 18-year-old <laughs> Morgan snapshot would have been a very naive, somewhat over-trusting, but also a little gullible would accept what others tried to tell me and things like that. So she served her purpose, but I'm glad we moved on. 21-year-old <laughs> Morgan, same thing. Still very trusting, little less gullible. A little <laughs> too much fun to be had on the weekends, but that was a growing experience as well. 25-year-old Morgan, a little more jaded, still open, but not as trusting anymore. And then 28-year-old Morgan, not sure where she's at, <laughs> looking to the future, trying to understand the present, and trying to give space and grace to the past because I can't change what I thought and what I believed. I can acknowledge um, where some of my viewpoints were flawed and needed to be expanded upon and continue to strive to do better. I think that's the best we can ask of ourselves and honestly expect of ourselves.
if you're hearing car honking in the background, I apologize. My neighbors um, seem to be all coming home at the same time. So I apologize for background noise. We don't exist in these snapshots. And so it's, it's important to take pieces that we wish to carry forward and leave the rest in the past. Let it rest in peace. And don't beat ourselves up for it because that was you. For better or worse, that was you based on a set of experiences, circumstances, knowledge that you had at the time. As long as you are continuing to learn and grow you will be a good person. Now, if you decide to sit your heels in the dirt and not move, that's one thing. Um, I'm definitely of the mindset that it is good to continue to grow and learn new things because there is always someone who knows more about something than you. And if you are the most intelligent person in your circle, you need to go find a new circle because we can only continue to grow as long as we are uncomfortable. And being uncomfortable is not fun, <laughs> but it means you're growing. And that's important to continuing to build a world and a community where we're all accepted and we are kind to one another. So give space and grace, um, but still challenge people to continue to grow. And be genuine. When someone calls you out on something, apologize, learn from it, and move forward. Don't just cut excuses and say, well, that was so long ago and I didn't know. Say, I'm sorry. Thank you for educating me. I will do better. And then do. Um, too many times we see the YouTube stars apology that's not really an apology, but they technically put one out because they knew they were being quote unquote canceled if they didn't. And I feel like the same thing happens in real life with people we know, but it's on a smaller scale. And so you'll be interacting with someone and they say something that makes you uncomfortable or someone else in the group uncomfortable. And if you call them on it, sometimes they'll just say, ah, that's just how it is. And if we wouldn't accept it of a celebrity, why would we accept it of our friends? And so not only should you challenge yourself to continue to grow and be accepting of things that you're unfamiliar of and educate yourself, but we should hold those in our circle accountable as well. Because from the outsider looking in, if they don't know anything about you, what they see of the people you're hanging out with, they will assume of you as well. So if you're not comfortable with that assumption, do something about it. Now I'm not saying go start a beef with your friends and family. 
but maybe have those uncomfortable conversations, not only with others, but with yourself. Look for implicit biases and blind spots in your own belief systems because we will always be ignorant to what we are unfamiliar of, but that's not an excuse not to strive to do better, be better. Learning who you are (laughs) is often difficult. I feel like it's a lot easier when we look back to say, oh, that's who I was at that point in time, but it's hard sometimes to recognize it in the moment. I feel like that's something I'm definitely trying to do right now. Um, I have a lot of question marks when I try to look inquisitively um, inwardly because I am trying to find who I am at this stage in my life. That comes with different labels that I now have associated with me, but also me as a person. So who am I as a human? Who am I as a woman, as a wife, as a daughter, a sister, a friend? And that can be difficult at times because often we mean different things to different people. And... I know for myself, at times, I have given different pieces of myself depending on the person and what they wanted and needed of me or what I perceived they wanted or needed of me. Which, for a short one-time interaction, sure, that's fine. You can probably get away with that. But for a prolonged relationship with a person, at a certain point, that mask becomes uncomfortable. And then what do you do? You either continue to wear that mask that's uncomfortable or you let the mask fall and then you're left with, does this person still trust me? Will they still like me? And things like that. Now, no, every person who's listening to this probably won't relate to that. I know that's definitely a very niche feeling, but It is one that I've experienced, a coping mechanism I've used in the past for my social anxiety that I experience has been a bit of masking. Um, And it leads to when being reflective, not recognizing is one area that I don't always recognize of myself, but also it makes it hard to evaluate If that relationship, whether it be a friendship, a family member, a acquaintance, a relationship, relationship, um, is a good one for me or not, um, it makes it hard because when you're only giving pieces of yourself, it can be very draining to decide, is it worth continuing to wear that that one facet of yourself or can they take on more parts can they accept these other areas of myself that 
are not perfectly curated for them. And I feel like I'm doing that a bit less and less, and some of that's coming with confidence in myself and discovering who I am. But that feeling is still there of, is this me? Is this a persona I've crafted? At times, it feels like my brain is like the TikTok algorithm. Perfectly creating a for you personality of me for every different interaction and experience that I'm in. Um, so no one feels uncomfortable or dislikes me. So that makes discovering who I am difficult because the who I am at home, alone, with people I'm completely comfortable with, is not the same mean that my coworkers see or that some of my friend groups see or even that my family sees. And med- mending the, the, the different sides and trying to come into this is the one me can be difficult at times. It makes it hard to say that I am me. <laughs> And so that is another thing that I'm trying to accomplish in this year is what, who am I, I guess, is the the better answer. I know the short answer. Um, I am Morgan. I am 28. Um, But... Who, who am I without all of those labels that get put on me? And once I figure that out, <laughs> then comes the next harder part. Reintroducing people that have been in my life for years to this new version that's probably been there forever, but maybe they haven't interacted with or seen. Um, which we will discuss more of that. <laughs> on next week's episode, but before you can even do that, you have to figure out who the heck am I, and that that one's a little bit harder, because some of that I feel like comes along with the what it comes next, but how the heck do you figure out what comes next when you don't know what's now? Um, in recruitment, they used to have us do elevator pitches of give me in the length of an elevator ride, (laughs) everything a person needs to know of you in a snapshot. And that works really well for describing an entity (laughs) to another person. But I feel like The same thing is in class on the first day, tell me three fun facts about yourself. I would always struggle with, I know nothing (laughs) in that instance. And some of that I think goes back to this, who am I? What do I want to portray to the world? 
And is that portrayal the same one I'd give no matter who was in that elevator? Or do I change my speech each time? Because if you have to change your speech each time, that's exhausting because you have to roll through your Rolodex of, okay, they like this, this, and this. This is the me they're getting today. Or, oh, they like this, this, and this. I'm going to give them this me today. And so that's a goal this year to come up with one elevator pitch of this is me and give that to everyone regardless of what they are looking for. You you get me, not a curated version, not what I think you want. You get me. And if you don't like that, then I'm not for everyone. <laughs> and that is definitely difficult. Um, as a recovering people pleaser, um, saying it's okay that I'm not everyone's cup of tea is very difficult. But I think that's a very important part of growing is knowing that it's okay that you're not for everyone and everyone won't be for you. Um, so step one, hi, my name is Morgan. I like to read. I like movies. I like music. I like to knit <laughs> and hang out with my friends, but also stay in on the weekends in my pajamas and watch movies. I like trashy reality TV, but also documentaries and true crime. <laughs> I have a dog that I love and a husband that I love. I am working to have a great adult relationship with my family. Um, I feel like that's an important transition to make from, hi, I'm the kid you've known forever, to now I'm the adult, so we're working on that. I am working to find fulfillment in work, but also fulfillment in my life. I don't have it all figured out. I don't even have it close to figured out. I am working on it. And I feel like that's the best quote-unquote elevator pitch I've got for now. And that's enough. We don't have to have it all figured out all the time because, again, we're constantly changing. And with every shift and change we go through, you kind of got to roll with the punches and figure out, okay, what does this mean for me now? And so I'm in that phase right now. We've lived in this new town for a little over a year now, so I figured that aspect out. I've been married for almost a year now, so I've almost got that figured out, at least the first stages of, okay, now I 100% live full-time with this person, and 
my medical emergency contact has changed. And I can't just go make decisions on my own. You kind of got to run those by another person. So that aspect of myself has changed. And I am learning to be comfortable with the uncomfortable because that is where we grow from. And so as I learn and grow more, that elevator pitch is probably liable to change a bit, but not because I'm curating it anymore, but because I have changed, so it's time to update it. And that feels really good. Now, it's gonna take some time to put that into practice with people in my real life, but I feel like I'll have more brain power, if you will, to have meaningful interactions with people if I'm not constantly thinking through, will they like this aspect of me? Will they like this version? Do I need to change my response? Even though I don't have a great filter, <laughs> a lot of times everything I'm thinking, if it doesn't come out of my mouth, my facial expressions will probably tell you what I'm thinking. It does help that I'm not having to add the extra thought of, will this person like this version? I'm going to strive to just be authentically me and deal with the fallout if there is any as it comes. Thanks for hanging out this week. Um, I feel like this is something that we all experience it, even if you didn't have a name for it. And if you haven't experienced it yet, you probably will at some point because I don't know anyone who has never gone through a period of change in figuring it out. And if you have, congrats. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope something maybe resonated with you. Um, the next episode is going to be talking about what comes after you. <laughs> uh, a big change in your life. How do you navigate interacting with people that knew you from a past snapshot of you? And the quote-unquote reintroduction of this new snapshot of you and the awkwardness that can come along with that. So I hope you come back. And thanks for listening. Have a great day. Goodbye.